I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hi there. I'm Cindy Linden, and this is the Cook Along Podcast. I have a treat for you today. This is something that might spice up your holiday season desserts just a little bit and make some of them a little more intriguing and a little more fancy. When I was a kid, my mother was kind enough to be the kind of spouse who would cook things for her husband, my dad that she didn't like herself. I am not that kind of a person, I'm afraid. If I don't like it, it isn't going to hit the table. Because that was happening as I grew up, the kids of the family, there were three of us, sort of learned to like a little bit of each parent's favorite things. But we also learned to fix things that my mother would fix that my dad didn't care for that much and that my mother would fix for my father that she didn't care for that much. My mother despised lima beans, but she'd cook them for my dad. And then she was willing to eat a few of them if she put ketchup on them. My father, of course, found that appalling. My mother, on the other hand, liked green beans. And my father did not like green beans so much. And he put ketchup on those which my mother found appalling. As a result, I eat both kinds of beans, but only with ketchup on both of them. It's just one of those things. What I want to talk about in specific in this story is about apple pie. It's kind of funny as I look back, but I don't really remember my mother making apple pies. Certainly not anything like the one I make, which by the way is stellar and unmatchable, especially if you manage to get some really good apples like Rome apples or Jonathan apples. It's on the website. It's called Sharon's Perfect Apple Pie. It's on the cookalongpodcast.com website. It is so worth your time to try. Anyway, I kind of think we probably mostly had frozen pies that my mother would cook in the oven when I was growing up. My father really liked a slab of very sharp orange cheddar cheese with his apple pie. Now we weren't of the mode where I guess sometimes now they're doing it where they'll melt a piece of cheddar over the top of the pie. I don't think that would interest me. But the sharp cheddar with the pie is really quite good. You know, apples and cheddar go really well together when you're just snacking on them fresh. 
cheddar also goes really well once the pie has been baked and you have tart apples in the, the pie shell with cinnamon and sugar. The cheddar still really is a great complement to that. My mother liked that too, but she preferred to sweeten her pie a little bit. I don't remember my father eating this. I think he just stuck with a naked apple pie and the cheddar. But my mother taught me to like something called honey rum sauce, which is like a sort of a syrup that you pour over the top of the pie. I mean, individual pieces. And it makes this gorgeous brown cinnamony sweet sauce that pools over and around your piece of apple pie. It's quite wonderful. I myself have decided that the apple pie is best with the honey rum sauce over the top and with a chunk of sharp cheddar cheese on the side. And so sometime back in my ancient past, I asked my mother for the recipe for that. The recipe I got from her is just a list of things. And I know that every time I make this, it comes out differently. And that's okay. The more you make it, the more you can get to know your own preferences for proportions of things. But there are no measurements here. And I did do some guesstimates when I fixed it for the perfect apple pie that I made last week. And I will share those with you. But my original recipe from my mom is handwritten. And it just says honey rum sauce, sort of sideways. And then the list is this. Butter, cinnamon, honey, brown sugar, maple syrup, milk or cream, and rum. Now, you may hear in that list numerous kinds of sugar, and you would be right. And that's part of what makes this so rich. And the honey and the rum are what really gives it its personality. I think you should give this a try. Unless you are completely alcohol averse, I would use real rum. If you really want to try the sauce and not use rum, I believe I have managed to do this. It's been a while since I did it this way, but I think I used some rum extract at one point. And since its primary job here is to provide flavoring, the rum extract will work just as well. You just don't want to use nearly as much of it. As I talk you through how to make this, because it's too easy for me to cook with you, I'm just going to tell you what to do, which is pretty much you just throw all these ingredients in a pan and heat it up until it looks right and smells right. I will give you the amounts that I used when I did this, trying to measure it on your behalf. But keep in mind that it's really just put enough in. In other words, quantità sufficiente, which if you want to know what that means, there's a podcast you can find in the feed about a fava bean. It's called Hidden Gem, a fava bean story. And that's where I learned about the term quantita suficiente or enough. Enough of everything to taste right. That's the rule for this sauce. Let's get into the nitty gritty of this. Although there isn't really much nitty or gritty, it's super easy, very fast, and kind of intuitive more than anything else. You're gonna start with a small saucepan and you're gonna put in about five tablespoons. I, I'll just tell you, this is gonna make about a cup. This is what I did last week and it was plenty for the whole pie for eight people because you don't use a ton of it. 
you know, you just drizzle like a tablespoon or maybe two over your pie. You don't turn it into soup. So five tablespoons of butter. And what you're going to do is you put that in your small saucepan and you melt it. You don't want it to boil or bubble. You're just melting it. Then you're going to add cinnamon. This last time I put in a half a teaspoon. When I tasted the sauce, I think that was too much. When I tasted it on the pie, it didn't bother me at all. But somewhere between a quarter of a teaspoon and a half a teaspoon of ground cinnamon goes into the melted butter, along with about two tablespoons of honey and about two tablespoons of brown sugar and about a kind of a heaping tablespoon of maple syrup, maybe a tablespoon plus a half a teaspoon. And you melt all that together and stir it up. Now, if you want it a little thicker, you would want to use a little more brown sugar than that. It's important, by the way, that you use salted butter for this because you need that salt. And in fact, when you taste it, which you should do before you use it on your pie, you may decide you want to add a pinch of extra salt. I did that the other day. I've never done it before, but it seemed to need it to brighten things up. Once that's all melted together, then put in about two tablespoons of rum, like a golden rum. Don't use any expensive rum here. I don't think it's worth wasting that good stuff. If you have cheap rum, that is fine. I used a Bacardi Gold, which is sort of a middle-class rum. And if you wanted to use the rum extract instead, I think you're going to have to do that by taste. Because like I said, I I haven't done that in a long time. My guess would be you need at least a half a teaspoon of it. It might turn out to be a whole teaspoon, but you can decide that as you go. Once that's mixed in, then you're going to stir in about four tablespoons of milk or cream. I used heavy cream because to me that makes it thicker and richer, but regular milk will also do. I don't think I'd use a low fat if I could help it. You might even be able to use an evaporated milk, but of course that's got its own taste. You stir that up until it's kind of all melted together. And then take your spoon that you're stirring with or your spatula and drip a couple of drips on your finger. Okay, so you're not boiling this. This is, I hope this is clear at this point. Do not boil this. It does not need to be boiled. Drip some on your finger and taste it. And what you're looking for here is two things. You want to be sure that the sugar has all dissolved and there's no crystals left, which you can taste with your tongue. And you want to be sure that the balance tastes right. You should be able to taste the rum flavoring and you should be able to taste the honey. The cinnamon, you may want to at this point add a little more. And this is the point where if you decide to, you might want to add a pinch of salt. Other than that, I really can't tell you what you're looking for. You're looking for the sauce that you like the flavor of and that's thick enough, like a maple syrup kind of texture drizzled over your apple pie. You may be able to find all kinds of new and creative ways to use this. It doesn't have to be just for apple pie. It would also be good on a mince pie Or who knows, maybe a berry pie. I've never done that, but why the heck not? Certainly it would be good on a peach pie, although I've never done that either. To me, this has always been clothing for an apple pie. But it's really just such a lovely, rich, decadent addition to any kind of dessert. I wouldn't put it over ice cream. 
It seems like a logical choice, right? But I wouldn't do that because the butter in there is just going to harden up and become butter again. I think it's not going to be good, although <laughs> it's worth a try. Why the heck not? Really, what have you got to lose? That is your Cook Along podcast quick bite for this week. A treat from my mother. I think you're really going to like it. If you find uses for it that I haven't discovered yet, I would love you to communicate those to me because I would like more places to use this sauce than just the apple pie I'm used to. Tell me what you use it for and what you really like it on so I can do the same thing. Before I go, I would like to ask you to tell one person today that you listen to the Cook Along podcast. If you can find one person and tell them about it, maybe they will go look to find the Cook Along podcast and enjoy learning some things and some new recipes. And maybe they will tell one person as well. That would be very cool because that is my way of advertising. The only other thing I use at all is an occasional Facebook post when there is a cooking day to celebrate. You can find me on Facebook, the Cook Along podcast. And I hope that you will also visit the website, thecookalongpodcast.com, and prowl through some of the dessert recipes. And maybe you'll find something to serve ahead of time before this. And if you're looking for that apple pie, you'll find that there, along with a number of other really extraordinary pie recipes. I don't do anything that's hard to make. You will not find hard-to-make, elaborate, tricky recipes on my website. It just isn't my thing. Easy and tasty. That's the rule for the cook-along podcast. So go thou and try this fabulous sauce on all kinds of things. Let me know what you do with it. And until next time, happy cooking. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every Cook Along podcast page or go to Kofi, ko-fi.com slash the Cook Along podcast. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.